Well, we are coming to the close of our study in Ephesians. We'll be moving on to another book. Um, and I got, I got some handouts tonight. Uh, husbands and wife will probably have to share. I'd, uh, we've got more here than, uh, than what I, uh, copies I run off. So uh, that's, that's a good thing though. Uh, I thought maybe you might want to keep some of these definitions or, you know, you might not, uh, uh, care anything about it or whatever you, but, uh, um, there, there is some deep uh, jewels uh, that we can dig down and get in, out of the Word of God. And I'm going to be, the lesson tonight is something that we all should be concerned about. It's something that we all need. And I'm talking about the armor of God. The armor of God. Now, I'm going to be reading uh, from Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to read verse 10 through 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through uh, 18, uh, and we're going to read through that, and then we're going to, we're going to go back and, uh, and, and break it down and see what we can dig from this. All right, this is what he says. Finally, now he's, he's been writing to us all of this stuff. We've been studying in Ephesians. And this, he, he's letting us know, know that he's winding this up. He's winding this letter up. So he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. The whole armor of God. Take on the whole armor of God. Now, if you got one of the handouts there, you see a picture of uh, a Roman soldier back in those days, uh, similar to how that they were suited up for battle. And to begin with, before we get into the, what I've got on the handout, 
I want you to understand something about this armor. There's only one part of the armor that he mentioned that's for you to do battle with. The whole rest of it is for protection. Amen. The armor is for protection to keep you protected. One thing, and he held in his hand, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That is what you do battle with. That is what you do battle with. Okay, keeping that in mind, let's break this down. Uh, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I have seen so many people try to take on a macho attitude. Bless God, I got this thing. No, you don't have nothing. You don't have anything. Hallelujah. The only thing you're going to accomplish if you try to defeat the enemy or defeat your own carnal mind on your own is you're going to fall on your face every time. You don't have the strength. And nowhere, and nowhere in here to see itself for you to get strong on your own. He says, be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. I've known people trying to lay down uh, strongholds in their life. You know, they have us say, well, I'm, I'm going to control this. I'm going to get the upper hand. I'm going to, you know, they say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing that ball away. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You're not going to do anything on your own. Why in the world... Why in the world would we even want to try to fight our own battles? When, as has been said tonight beautifully in, 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 the, uh, uh, in the testimony, you know, let God flood us with kisses sometimes. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, be strong in the Lord, not in yourself. Not in yourself. You ain't got nothing to do with it. Hallelujah. I don't have anything to do with it. Be strong in the Lord and in the power and what you've accomplished. Is that what it says? Be strong in the Lord and in these 20 years that you've been in the house of God and you've, uh, you've grown in God and you've done this and you've done that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's the scripture that we used last, last time. Woe to the man who thinks he stands. What? Lest he fall. Hallelujah. We got, to, we got to learn to let our strength and our might be in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, breaking these words down, this is why I gave you this handout, because um, this, is really, this is really strong stuff when you dig it down. I, I believe in digging down and getting to the root of the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I'm not satisfied with just scratching the surface like a, like a chicken goes out here and scratches around. Hallelujah. I want to dig into the Word of God. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Take it back to where it originated, where it come from. Amen. That's where the true source of power is. The word strong. Amen. I, I, I got you there, the, the Greek letters and the Greek word that that is in Greek. And it's pronounced in dunamo. And the definition of it means to empower. So be strong or be empowered in the Lord. That's where you get your power. That, that word, if you'll notice it, now there's a prefix there, in, because the word in means um, uh, it, uh, it talks about empowerment. But dunamo it's just, it's just, it's just comes from the same root word as what the word power does in Acts 1 and 8 when he said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And that word there was dunamis, in which we get the word what? Dynamite. Hallelujah. So, be strong or be empowered in the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants to see you succeed. He don't want to see you fail. Hallelujah. He don't want to see you be defeated. But if you step back and try to do it on your own, there ain't too much you can do about it. Amen. Okay. Be strong in the Lord, uh, in the Lord and in the power. Now, now this, this word power, this is, this, this is a good example of why I think it's important. If you're going to do Bible study, everybody's going to do, be serious about Bible study. Not only you should have your Bible, but you should have your Strong's Exhaustive Concordance right there because that's where this stuff comes from. Not every time you see the word power translated in the, in the Bible does it actually have the same word in the Greek. Now, this word power is not dunamos. It's kratos. Be strong in the Lord and the kratos. When I found this, I had myself a shouting spell. Hallelujah. Amen. It means mighty dominion. Dominion. What do you equate the word dominion? With a kingship. With a kingship. A king that's over a realm, it's called his dominion. Hallelujah. Well, be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh. And in his mighty dominion, we need to start to walk and live our lives into the men. Hey, glory to God, I'm a child of the king. What's that song that the, the choir used to uh, uh, sing uh, a, a whole lot? Uh, um, I'm a child of the king. I've been buried in his name, you know. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Sometimes you've got to make up your mind that you're not going to take the devil's junk no more. Now, if you want to carry it around, he'll, he'll keep laying more and more on you all the time. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. I got royal blood flowing through my veins. I'm a child of the king. I've been buried in its name. That's what I was talking about, Kessie Renee. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm walking around in, in his dominion. In his <laughs> dominion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me give you an example of that. Let me give you an example of that. You used to be in the dominion of darkness. We, the Bible says we once was in darkness. But now we've been transformed into the dominion of light. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That word might Iskus, which means force or ability. Ability. God, it's not my ability. It's all your ability. I'm dependent upon you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's not in me. It's all in him. Can somebody say amen? amen. It's all in him. So, empower Walk in his mighty dominion. Walk in, I mean, under his force and his ability. Don't try to use your force, your strength, your ability, but try to walk in the ability of God. Hallelujah. You can walk around and say, boo, devil, all you want to. He's just going to laugh at you. Hallelujah. But if you, if you say that as a representative of a child of the king, hallelujah, amen. I remember a story, a true story. This will vaguely maybe get you to understand what I'm talking about. Years ago, there was a, um, and I'm, I'm, I have a difficulty because it just come to my mind. But there was a uh, representative, a big leader of some government, and he flew over to a different nation. And he had an he had an aide that went with him to to minister to him to take care of him and his needs. And when he stepped off the plane, all oh men they rolled out the red carpet. I mean, they was patting uh, this this guy on the back, you know, and offering everything. And here comes that little uh, aide down down the steps and everything. Somebody, somebody stopped him. Says, "No, says you gonna have to go around, and go the other way. You can't go. You can, you can't ride in the uh, in the limousine here, uh, in this uh, deal that we got." And uh, uh, when 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 the guy in charge heard about it, he stopped, backed up, and he told all those people, "He's with me. He goes where I go." You see what I'm saying? Amen. Hallelujah. 
I'm not, I'm not much. I don't have much ability. I don't have much power. I don't have much. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, the, the, the devil, on when I'd use on my own, would maybe try to say, no, you can't go here. You can't partake in this. But thank God for that grace and mercy of God. Every time the Holy Ghost will step in and say, he's with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's with me. Hallelujah. God says, everywhere I go, you going. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. God says, if, if you ain't welcome, I ain't welcome. supposed to be teaching, but I'm kind of feeling preachy here now. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. We as his children, amen, we, we're living under his dominion. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. I've, I've got to move on. Man, time is flying. Then he said, put on the whole armor of God to stand against the wiles uh, of Satan. Hallelujah. Put on the whole armor of God. What I want to focus on right here is that word wiles. <laughs> uh, I, I have read the, brother, brother Hale had a way of preaching that he had always had somebody read for him. And then, uh, then he would he would re try to repeat them. You know, that's how brother you know brother Hale used to preach, and and he used to preach this uh, on this every every now and then. And uh, poor brother Hale, he couldn't get that word "wild" straight. Every uh, if I was reading it, brother Charles Shelton was reading it, whoever was reading for it, he'd come out and he'd say, "All oh, the wilds of a devil. That devil's wild. <laughs> that devil's wild." Uh, but uh, wilds and wild is two different words. Amen. And uh, it's interesting when you dig out the definition. The word wilds here is methodia. And the word methodia is for when, when they, years later, uh, of course, when this was written, there was no such thing as the English language. It didn't come up on later till the Anglo-Saxons came and began to put their own uh, uh, English language together. And they, the word methodia, Greek is where we get our English word method. You can see that in it. You should be able to see that in it. And there, here's the definition. Look at your paper. This is what it means. Deceit, tricky methods, cunning ways. This is what we need the whole armor of God for, that you may be able to stand against the cunning ways of the devil, against his tricky methods, against his lies and his deceits. Amen. Um, Genesis 3 and 1, I thought about this scripture. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? That word subtle comes from the same root word as we're talking about. 
Matter of fact, if you, if you use an, uh, a, a New King James Version, it will say, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil is a deceiver. He's a liar. He's very shrewd. He's very cunning. Hallelujah. Amen. We need the whole armor of God that we can stand against that. We need the whole, well, he's got the New King James Version up here. See, what I, uh, now the serpent was more cunning. The, it goes back to, this, all the, to the same root word there. See, we don't, this battle that we are in, uh, turn, if you're following in your handout, turn to the back page. The warfare every child of God is involved with, it's not physical, but mental. Hallelujah. When we talk about this armor, we're not talking about something literal here. There's no way in the world you can make anything literal out of it. Hallelujah. And so, just like he said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. The warfare that you're involved in is not a physical warfare. You're not up here physically slugging it out with the devil. Though sometimes, Sister Darling, would like to be able to. Hallelujah. But it's, it, it's not a physical thing. Now, let me get real tonight. Let me get real with you. Let, let me, and, I, and we'll find out about the root of some of our issues. It's not physical, but it's mental, which takes place in the mind. Every battle you have ever had with the enemy and every battle you will ever have with the enemy is in your mind. It's a mental thing. That's where the devil attacks. Hallelujah. Most of the time he does it through temptations. Hallelujah. Amen. Takes place in the mind. It is a spiritual battle over the spiritual part of man which is the soul. That is what's at stake. That's, where, that's, that's, that's what the devil is fighting to try to get from you. He wants your soul. And let me give you a scripture to let you know what I'm talking about, the, where the battle takes place. It's nowhere else but the mind. Romans 7 and 23 but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my what? My mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Hallelujah. Amen. This is why we got to have the own at all times the whole armor of God, because the devil's tricky, he's cunning, he's subtle, and he'll deceive you in a heartbeat. Hallelujah. If you don't keep the whole armor of God on. If you don't keep the whole armor of God on. Now, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going rushing fast here, but I want to break down and, and talk about this armor. Then if anybody's got any other comments, we'll, as usual. Let's talk about this spiritual armor. Let's talk about the spiritual armor. All right, he says, having the loins girt about with truth. The loins girt about with truth. The loins in Scripture represents the reproductive part of man. The loins is the reproductive part of man. And so he says, let your loins be girt about with truth. It's important that what you reproduce is truth. That's one of the biggest things to defeat the enemy is the truth. The devil does not like truth. Hallelujah. He said, have your loins girt about with truth. Amen. Let's make sure that we're barriers of truth. Amen. We're truth barriers. We produce truth. Hallelujah. It comes from us. Because God has put it in us with His Holy Ghost power. Amen. That's important. The Bible says the day will come that the truth will be cast in the streets. I guess we're about there now, ain't we? I'm afraid that we're about there now. Then he says the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. The breastplate of righteousness. Amen. That is what protects your vital organs, your heart especially. Amen. The breastplate. Let it be of righteousness. If you pursue righteousness and living right and walking right and doing right, hallelujah, you're going to have a shield around to protect you, amen, that the enemy cannot penetrate. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it seems like people are throwing these things out the door today. They, they've thrown, folks, I fully believe that what worked 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, still works today. Hallelujah. And let me re-say that again. If it was truth 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or 40 years ago, or 50 years ago, or 1,000 years ago, it's still truth. Truth don't never change. If it could change, then it would not be truth. Truth, if you look it up, one thing that defines truth that is absolute. It's absolute. Hallelujah. Amen. Have on the breastplate of righteousness. Third, and he said, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. When I looked that up, it's, it, it, it simply led me right there to what, you know, we, 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 we see the word preparation. That's exactly what it means. It means always be prepared to go in relation to the gospel. If God opens a door to you, amen, to go somewhere, 
to do something to help proclaim the gospel, keep your shoes on, keep ready to go. Let me tell you something. You might think that that scripture, you might think that that scripture in the Bible that says be instant in season and out of season is just talking about preachers. Uh Uh-uh, sweetheart. That scripture that says be instant in season and out of season is talking about everybody that's Holy Ghost filled. Let me tell you another verse. This stuff kind of gets kind of gets tight, but it's right. The Bible tells tells every believer that we should always be ready to give an answer to every man that asks us of the reason that liveth within us. Hallelujah, glory to God. You say you believe in one God. You say you believe there's only one God? Well, if a Trinitarian comes up to you and asks you why, you better be ready to answer him. Because Jesus said, keep your feet, keep your shoes shod, be ready. You say you, you, you believe in baptism in Jesus' name. If somebody asks you why, you should be able to give them a reason. Don't come back, well, that's what the preacher says. Hallelujah. This thing gets a whole lot more involved and tighter on us than what what we realize. He said, study to show yourself approved unto God. That's how we stay ready. That's how we reproduce truth throughout the land. Hallelujah. Then he said, above all, above everything else, and this is the most important thing that we have, folks, is faith. He said, the shield of faith. And if you'll notice, that shield's pretty good size. It's not, it's not an Old Testament buck, buck, buckler. The Old Testament buckler was a small round shield that, that, that the soldier clipped to the arm that they could throw up in a second like so. The shield right here is meant to protect the whole body. And then he said, and then he said, he said that you may be able to quench the fiery darts. Anybody ever watched any of them old, old, old movies and films that uh, were, they did battle back in day, those days, and you notice they'd stand up on a hillside and they would stick the arrows uh, and, and afar, and they'd shoot them arrows, and then them flaming arrows would go uh, uh, out across over there, and they'd, you know, they'd be hit. Did you know, uh, uh, even though Hollywood, Hollywood has has most of the shields today, some kind of uh, a metal or bronze or something like that. Most of the shields of the common soldier was wood, and when they knew they was going into battle, they soaked them in water all night long. They soaked them in water all night long because it don't matter how many of those fiery arrows you hit, it's going to quench them. It's going to put them out. So above all, take the shield of faith, then the helmet of salvation. 
Amen. That's going to that's going to protect your mind. That's going to keep you with a sound mind, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. There's not but one salvation. There's not but one way. Hallelujah. If you get yourself cared about with every wind and doctrine going around, it's going to blow your mind. Hallelujah. It's going to get you all confused. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he talked about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That, that is what you combat the enemy with, the Word of God. Stop and think about it. Stop and think about it. After Jesus got baptized, he went into the wilderness for a period of how many days? Forty days. And during that time, the devil tempted him. Amen? Every time, every time that the devil came against Jesus. Now, here was Jesus. He was God, he was God in the flesh. But even Jesus didn't use it. He was, everything he did was an example for us to go by and for us to follow. How did he defeat the enemy in the wilderness? Every time he said, it is written. 